0: Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks.
1: His friends would say, stop whining. They've had enough of that. His friends would say, stop pining. There's other girls to look at. They've tried to set him up with Tiffany and Indigo. But there's something about Mary That they don't know Mary There's just something about
2: Mary All right, you savages, you lifers out there I've been badgered, I've been badgered enough You keep asking me about the POF thing And it always leads to one road Texas exits you're guilty of this too, Jim. You've been uh, badgering me about this. So today, we're going to do it. We're just going to talk about Texas Access. We're going to get it out there. And so anytime in the future now, if, it, if a story comes up, you've got, a little, you've got a little bookmark.
0: I think what you meant to say was, hey, welcome to the show. Clearly, Clearly, we've gotten some feedback, have we? <laughs>
2: yeah, we have.
0: Well... I think it's warranted. We started the POF experiment a long time ago. Yeah. And I'm sure people are loosely following with you. Aren't there like 35 million Americans on dating sites? It's a significant amount. Is it more than that?
2: Uh, I don't, I don't. I I
0: know it's a gigantic chunk.
2: I know there's me. Uh, I know there's me.
0: (laughs) What do you think about the, I was watching the news this morning and I saw this app. I think it's called Yellow, Yellow app. And it's a supposed quote unquote friends site for kids. What? Where kids can get on and find other kids to be friends with.
2: Like playdates?
0: It goes all the way up to like 17 or something.
2: So they're just prepping them for the big leagues? It
0: seems like kid Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta have some balls to put that out yeah, there.
2: It's like the triple A of, uh, of like... Yeah.
0: (laughs) So my point is that there's a lot of kids that are giving these friend quote unquote friendship sites a test drive, and you're all worked up over us just wanting you to you know bond with the listener. Yeah, we're just trying to we're just trying to prove to people that you're not you know some sort of psychopath. What are you? What are you? Thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. No kids. No wife. Not dating.
2: Yeah. Some people would be uh, in envy of me
0: talking a lot about cults. i I don't know there's there's markers here
2: i don't know man wait wait wait. you talk a lot about cults too
0: right i'm i'm i don't have kids i'm married with a dog though
2: okay so that makes it better i feel like
0: i'm I'm emotional training
2: wheels for you at times see i i i I think you're more the one that you you need to be on crazy alert for the guy that's got the wife that's got the dog that's got the the suburban house that's the guy that i think is going to take me out to the fucking woodshed and do some damage.
0: Do I have comics. that immediately takes a crazy down two pegs, right? Then I play video games. It's another two pegs of missing crazy. And I'm from a big family. They would catch on right away, right? They would sense it, I would think. Maybe no, not. No, I don't no, know. No. Hard to say. I don't know. I think, uh, I think what is this, know. about three months now at POF? Four? Was it cold out when we set up your profile? I think it was.
2: It was light jacket weather. It was it like was,
0: things were melting.
2: Yeah, things were definitely melting.
0: Because we took a little break. Yeah. We like to do that when people are listening. We had a lot of listeners. and <laughs> Welcome back, a big chunk of you, by the way.
2: Yes, thank you for coming back. I guess now that jackets are starting to come on a little bit.
0: People are listening again. Yeah. Or it's triggered in their phone and they're
2: like, oh, these dickheads. I forgot about those assholes. Well, they keep me warm when it's cold.
0: Do you think a chunk of them are like, man. He still hasn't gotten a date.
2: <laughs> he still
0: <laughs> It's been months. <laughs> the
2: fuck is wrong with him?
0: <laughs> so you you came on with a with a fire.
2: With a fire with a fire a in your belly fighter. about
0: being asked about POF. What would, would it help you if I uh if before you, you dropped it on us, if I told you something X related that happened to me.
2: All right, let's, let's
0: I have an X related story.
2: Like an like an X like like naughty or like an ex like an ex-relationship?
0: Like my
2: high school sweetheart. Okay. So a former relationship. Ex. Right. Okay. Um
0: uh, and feel free to jump in anytime if you find uh okay if you have something to add there.
2: <laughs> all right. Um I might let you squirm a little.
0: From sixteen to nineteen roughly I was with the same girl. All right. You know, did all the proms. We didn't do makeup breakups. We were, you know, a steady couple. Right. And uh It's why we broke up isn't important. We were 19. You know, who cares what the The, reason was? Right. And uh, however, it was at that time I discovered that when I break up with someone, I want them to instantly be transported to another country or land or, in fact, dimension. I just don't ever want to see them again.
2: It's the whole kids in the hall ex-girlfriend relocation program. Yes.
0: Yes, very much. You and I have have connected on that episode via text. Uh, I can't. Be mature about it. I don't I don't fucking want closure. I don't want to offer closure. Like when you say, I don't want to be with you anymore, like I'm cool. I'm, I'm good. I don't want the interference in my other relationships. I don't need the insecurity that comes up. I just don't need it. I don't need it. I'm good. Yeah. Like this was fun.
2: I'm out. You're right.
0: So I've done a very good job at avoiding this person. For a time, we went to school together after we broke up, like the same college. And I would deliberately try to schedule worthless classes in the afternoon because I knew she went
2: to mornings. So you said the the whole time you were in college. So you mean like two semesters?
0: No, I wasn't in college for two semesters. How
2: long were you in college?
0: Two two years, almost three. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Oh, learned something new about you.
0: And is it semesters? So back then we had we didn't have semesters. It was trimesters of college. You you take you take. You had fall, winter, summer, and, and summer, or spring and summer classes. Okay. And then when they decided they needed to make more money, it went to just semesters with a summer catch-up course, okay. which I think happened in the middle of me going to school. This didn't affect school. My own piss-poor attitude affected me continuing on to a more accredited university. But, um, yeah, we, we did not. I, I made sure we pretty much did not end friendly. By just not offering this kind of closure, right mm-hmm. so over the years, she would hook up with various dudes and call me with the dude on the line and try to like bait me into these weird conversations and and they would be it would be so out of the blue that I fucking like when I realized who it was, like, what are you doing? you know what are you calling me for yeah just i don't i don't know if she's just a s- sadistic chick or or what she's weird anyway right. I've seen her a few times in public, and I've resorted to literally dropping to my knees and crawling out of craw- crowded situations <laughs> to avoid her as a full-grown man in my 20s and 30s. The reason I'm setting this up like this is um, I, ha- I don't mow my lawn. I don't have fucking time. I hire one of my buddies to do it, keep the money churning, right? Mm-hmm. So in an effort to get my buddy more work, one of my other friends manages a bunch of properties and he needed a new guy to do snow. Okay, So I call my lawn guy up, takes care of my yard, and I'm like, hey, call so-and-so. He's at such-and-such an address. Uh, here's his phone number. Check it out. He wants you to take over his snow removal for the whole complex.
1: Hmm.
0: But he's like, it wouldn't happen to be at such-and-such address, would it? I'm like, well, as a matter of fact, it is. Hmm. Did he call you? He's like, no. So-and-so did from your home house. P- your hometown? I was like, "Say that again." He's like, "You know, so and so." I usually call it the German because her <laughs> her last name's real German, right? Okay. And uh, I'm like, <laughs> was like, "How the fuck do you know her?" He's like, "Oh, I met her on Match seven years ago." Oh no. So now I'm like the yard dudes banging my ex high school sweetheart, right? That's what's going through my mind. He's like, no, we went on one date. There's a fucking train wreck and I uh, never called her again. And then she called me six months later and we've kind of been friends, but nothing more than that. Right. We call her crazy whatever. And huh. I'm like, you guys call her crazy German for yeah. I
2: don't want to give up her name. Crazy German.
0: And uh, I'm floored by this, right? Because as you know, if my buddies start talking to one of my ex-girlfriends, I find that that's an immediate violation of our friendship code. I don't want them anywhere near my circle. (laughs) You talk to an ex of mine, like your ex communicated as a friend until you sober up and she's out. Cause I just, just not cool with it, dude. It's not my thing.
2: Because why she might get drugged back into your life.
0: I just don't want them in my life at all.
2: Right. Very much the relocation program.
0: Yeah. Just could you go away? So, uh, I'm talking to another friend of mine, you know, the, uh, uh, God, what's a good name for him anyway, and a mutual friend of ours, a good friend of mine that I work with a lot. And I was saying, Hey, you know, I'm talking to, you know, yard pro and he's telling me all this stuff. And apparently he knows the German and blah, 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 blah. You remember me telling you about the German? And I'm like, apparently they, they, they know that her antics so well, they call her crazy German. He's like crazy German. That's the same German you're talking about? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I've known her for like six years. And I see him every day. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know her? He's like, yeah, she's she's fine. I mean, you know she's a little goofy and squirrely, but she's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no, she's not fine. And I like started going off the list of just like crazy shit, right? And so I've been kind of trying to deal with that. That whole day for me was just is like, I don't know, it was like I I, I was driving down a road and even though the car didn't didn't leave the lane, it's like the barrier that kept me from going over the side of the mountain was gone for a second and just shook me. <laughs> so I've been shaken. Okay. Is the do you have the same squirreliness about your exes? Or do you talk and communicate with them?
2: Um, actually I just texted Alaska ex today. She texted me. I got back to her. Said she did like a photo shoot from band, for a band and it made her you know, she's like, ah, oh, made me think of you for some reason. I was like, oh, cool. Da-da-da-da-da.
0: You're so healthy. <laughs> you're well-adjusted. You, you, you Many people listening to this will be like, man, Jim is a weird dude.
2: Well, thank you. Yeah, so hopefully maybe when you hear, you know, my side of this story, it's like Mike Berbiglia says when he tells stories, like, remember, you're on my side. You're on my team.
0: You have to give me that mm-hmm. disclaimer now.
2: <laughs> so, well, I just, whenever... Burbigs Biggs does it. It's just, I don't know. Um,
0: <laughs> so this is going to go downhill fast.
2: I don't know. It could. <clears throat> it could
0: not. All right, hold on. Let me just stretch it's, a little It's, it, it's going to get uncomfortable. Am I going to, like, question being
2: friends with you? You might. Oh, Jesus. You might. I made some bad decisions mm. along this I'm road. i
0: shut the computer just to listen. Because, you know, I keep the computer up to cheat so we sound smarter than we are.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um... So I guess we start at the beginning with this. It's, uh, it's a time. It's a, it's, a, it's a tale as old as time itself. Uh, a young boy, a young girl. Um, so it's a fucked up story to begin with. It really started. So our families, you know, everybody from the Phoenix area sort of transplants. So we came in from the East Coast. Her family came in from the Midwest. And all throughout grade school, we kind of went to the same schools, but we didn't really know each other. She was a year younger than me. And we ended up at the same middle school. And um, in eighth grade, I was a bad kid. I got caught smoking pot. Um, the first time I ever got stoned, ever. God, you got
0: caught the first time you got high?
2: The very it was first, so time. intense. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what it was, it was a half day of school, and I tried it twice before, and the first two times, like, I got nothing. Got, like, a little lightheadedness, and then, like, ten minutes later, I was good, right? So I scored a doobie, and I'm thinking, like...
0: You bought a what? You did a what?
2: Scored a doobie. A doob.
0: <sighs> okay.
2: What do you call it? I
0: don't know. Just keep going. A joint.
2: A J. Yeah. Um. So... My buddy and I.
0: First of all, you know what? I resent that. I wouldn't waste that much weed in a joint because weed's expensive now, and the good stuff you don't just you know just join it up and you just treat it like trash.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you know that's and anyway. That's what I got. Like I didn't know what to do. I didn't really know what I now was. Now I doing. feel
0: attacked. Now I feel attacked.
2: Well, fuck you. Fine. Fuck you. I was fourteen. I didn't know <laughs> what the fuck I was doing.
0: Well, and you got caught. <laughs> yeah.
2: So um, we. Sp- Smoked a dube before class or before school, and we get on the school bus. You got high for the first time and went to school? Well, like I said, I tried it twice before, and so for me it was like I I I didn't get high. So I was like, it just kind of gave me like a little lightheaded feeling, and then like 10, 15 minutes later, I was cool. So I thought that's all that was gonna happen. Mm. Because they say some people, you know, they don't, you know, takes a couple times until you get baked. So the third time I got ripped, I got fucking lit. <laughs> went to school. And so now I've got to get on the school bus and keep my shit together for half a day. Right? Didn't happen. It kicks in on the school bus. I'm just cracking up at everything. Uh, I get to school. One of my buddies has some pop rocks. I put some pop rocks in my mouth. Holy shit. The sound of those pop rocks was just cosmic, (laughs) you know? And so of course, uh, I go through first period and I'm just still cracking up, just laughing my whole way through biology and, um, going to second period. I'm like, okay, one period down, three to go. And, um, before the period even starts, the assistant principal comes in I see him talking to my teacher and, uh, I see the finger just point at me, and uh, oh, that, that did it, man. My, my heart just went right up into my throat, back down into my guts, and back up my throat again, and so I thought I played it cool with the assistant principal. I told him, oh, I just had too much coffee this morning. I'm a little wound up, da 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 He doesn't believe me. But I stick to my guns.
0: (laughs) Bloodshot eyes for the getaway?
2: (laughs) Yeah. He searches my bag. He finds nothing because we smoked the whole thing. (laughs) And, um, you know, the whole time I'm just name, rank, serial number. Name, rank, serial number. And my mom had just been in a car accident the night before. And she was laid out with a sore neck. And so he calls my mom in. And she's just in a pissy mood. Sounds about right. And he goes on to tell her that he thinks that I'm, oh, I told him I might have put too much sugar in my coffee. So he thinks that I'm on a combination of LSD, cocaine, weed, and some other random one. Wow, he's really reaching. Yeah, yeah. He was one of those hardcore kind of vice principals. He was the disciplinarian. And I talked to my mom about smoking pot before because she looked at me and just kind of said, you're the kind of kid You're going to do this <laughs> So you know She was like If you do it Just talk to me Da 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 So I thought like My mom was going to be Real cool with this And So We're driving home And I didn't tell her a thing And um You know Or the vice principal a thing and So I think I'm in the clear And so I'm talking to my mom and So she, you got sent home I got sent home <laughs> <laughs> And so I think I'm in the clear and, um, you know, like at this age, I still trust my mom and all that. And all of a sudden she's like, well, I'm going to take you for a piss test. So she's like, I'll take you for a piss test and then I'll believe you. And I said, well, all right. All right. If we're being honest, yes, I did. All right. I did it. I smoked pot. There turns the car straight for home, calls up the vice principal narks me out
0: your mother knocked your, you out to the vice principal my
2: mother narks me out the vice principal says go take a go get him piss tested just so we can have confirmation and bring him back here so i go i get piss tested and um and uh yeah got brought back in
0: i can't believe your own mother turned on you
2: yeah she turned me in does she listen no
0: i wish she did <laughs> I would like to talk directly to her right now.
2: Um, Well, she pretty much calls that one of the biggest mistakes of her life in raising me. Um, Well, that was pretty much the beginning of my trust issues with females. Um, After that, it was just sort of like, oh, I don't know. Oh, it's okay, Travis. Yeah, you can... I know you're going to smoke pot and you can talk to me about it. So um, I smoke pot and, you know, I'm going to talk to you about what? You know, like... Just flips the coin on you like that. So, so you know, that really fucked with my trust. And so I get sent to... They don't have a bad kid's school for middle schoolers. So they send me to bad kid's school with all the high school kids. And so...
0: What is bad kid's school?
2: Alternative school is that what they called it back in the you day. You got expelled? Yeah. Fuck you. No. Uh, only for like nine weeks.
0: Your mom got you expelled from high school for the remainder of the quarter, from,
2: deliberately. From middle school. For, the, um, for an entire quarter, deliberately. You yes. want a hug, bro? Or? Uh, Jesus Christ. I'm fine. I'm fine. And so while I'm there, I'm hanging out with all the high school kids. And they're looking at me like, holy shit, look at this little badass. Look at you getting into trouble, you little scamp. Come here. Let me buy you some cigarettes. What do you need? You need booze or anything? Like, (laughs) I like this kid. He's all right. You know, what kind of music you listen to? Nah, 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 dude. Check out this Cali punk band. And so all of a sudden, you know, start getting into like, you know, the Cali punk, social distortion. Start. I mean, I went from maybe of having had a couple cigarettes in my life to... Smoking cigarettes. Um, we only went to school for half days. So by 12 o'clock, I was home. We had no homework, two assignments, work at your own pace. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. The teacher would get us Taco Bell from time to time. Probably a
0: happy teacher. He's probably a happy teacher. She, 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 was, was, yeah. she was
2: trying to, you know, this was during like the 90s when they had the, uh, what was that Michelle Pfeiffer movie called? With uh, the Coolio song.
0: Uh, it's not... Okay, uh f- oh, Jesus. Now the gangster's paradise. What the fuck was <laughs> in that movie? Dangerous Minds? Dangerous Minds.
2: <laughs> so it was sort of like during the Dangerous Minds time, so everyone was trying to be the hip teacher towards the cool, troubled kid. And, like, um, I wrote this, like, one piece or something. Like, they asked us to, like, write this piece about our feelings, and I did, and then, like... The principal of the alternative school came in and was like, whoa, I really want to submit this. This was like this deep, profound thing, but because like I was talking about like my mom and like the trust issues that I had, and then apparently that got nixed, because I guess they needed parental permission. I got a feeling my mom was like, uh, no, 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 we're not putting that in a paper. So, so I go away to bad kids' school, and then they let me back in to normal kids' school, And at this point now, like, it just sort of made me a little bit of, like, a legend. (laughs) Like, oh, shit, there's McFalls. McFalls is back. What the fuck? And it's, like, three weeks before, like, the end of school that they let me back in. And all of a sudden, I start getting these calls from this girl, Veronica. And because I had to go to alternative school at the high school. And she, she was like, hey, you're a badass, <laughs> like, you know? Like, you're all right, man. You're a badass kid, you know? What are you into? Oh, you know, I'm, like, mostly into music and stuff. Oh, that's so deep. Me too. Me too. So um, we start talking more and more, and, you know, it turns out she's, like, this girl that, like, drives, like, this, like, purple and blue Volkswagen bus, and, like, everyone knows who she is, like, I go to my friends with, like, brothers and sisters in the high school. There was this one kid. I'm just going to... Froyo. He was sort of like the kid. Like, you'd go to, like, okay, Froyo says it's true. It's true. Like, oh, he knows. He knows, like, all the girls. So I was like, yeah, this Veronica girl, like, she's, she's like, real, right? Because right now, I'm not trusting fucking anything. And he's like, oh, dude, it's gold, man. You are in. But, of course, I'm also, like, grounded. <laughs> so... And fourteen, and fourteen. <laughs> so,
0: so this older girl that drives is calling the fourteen-year-old middle schooler.
2: That is correct. Mm. But I mean, I'm kinda getting weird, right? I'm getting high fives all around though from all my well, friends. Absolutely,
0: you're legendary.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: she's yeah. kind of weird, right? Have you checked her? Have you looked her up recently to see if she was, you know? Carted off or something weird with a, <laughs> with a student or I,
2: I actually have I actually have well she'll come full circle here okay so um so I'm going away to L A to my dad's for the summer So my mom's like you fucking take him and so I go away to L A for the summer and um and um she gives me her address and I'm corresponding with this chick all summer. We're sending each other mixtapes. Um, I'm in San Pedro. And um, so that's like right across the bridge from Long, um, Long Beach, right when Bradley Noel died from Sublime. And all that was happening. And we're sending each other just deep, deep, deep letters. Really deep for 14-year-olds. Yeah, like, How,
0: how could you be so deep at 14? Like, like what's going on? I mean,
2: on? like, you know, it, it's getting it's getting heavy. It's oh, getting heavy. that kind of letter. That kind of deep. Well, and also deep, like you know, I wrote this song about you the other day. It was like, "Ooh, baby, I think you're so baby." Um, <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so summer goes by, and it's like, okay, we gotta meet like before school starts up again. We, you know, we're doing this right. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna like take you in my van, and we're gonna just get it the fuck on." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." And so. The big way that you know we would ditch our parents would be, hey mom, I'm going to the movie theater, you know, because I mean, right there's your, you know, oh, it's going to be like a two and a half hour movie, you know, it's a it's a Tarantino film. This was when you were still able to get into our movies when you were fourteen.
0: That actually was never a thing. Our was always not fourteen year olds.
2: Right, right. I I was able to get into them.
0: Well, yeah, you're sneaking in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, and actually I would buy tickets. They would just sell them to me <laughs> sometimes. That's yeah. how, that's how I got groups in crack and,
0: staff at the uh, theater. Yes. And <laughs> so, don't even look up <laughs> Four All tickets, please. Here you go. <laughs> pretty much.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and so it, it came time. It came like the night that I was going to, um, I was going to meet her. We we're going to meet at the mall. Brought my buddy for backup. And we're supposed to meet at like by like the Orange Julius or some shit. I don't know. Stressful. Yeah. Yep. You don't have cell phones back then. So you're just waiting around, waiting around, waiting around. And um, nothing. Nothing. I get stood up. Um, you know we 're going all along the escalators everywhere, like okay, I was told she looks like this da 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 da, da you know, and then uh yeah, nothing it just comes time it 's like, dude, we gotta go man it 's time to come home, our rides are getting us, so my buddy and I go home, and I get a call that night so, and it 's from her it 's from Veronica. And she says, hey, I I have something I have to confess to you. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, what? Let me guess. Probably met someone else. And she's like, no. Uh, I'm actually a seventh grader. And I got kicked out of school, too. And I just, you know, we both came back at the same time. And I just think you're so cool. But I was afraid to be myself around you. Um. And I'm so sorry for everything, but everything that I wrote was real. and Everything we talked about was real. It's just I'm not 16 with a Volkswagen bus. I'm a seventh grader. And I was just like, I got to go, <laughs> you know. Like, I didn't know how to compute that. Like, holy shit.
0: First of all, you call your buddy that you went to to vet the girl and go, uh, I thought you were in. Well, what happened to that shit?
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. After I got off the phone with her and I just started making the rounds, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because she was vetted. Yeah, she was vetted. And they were just all bullshitting you. It was just all bullshit. So that happens. That happens. And then the next week, the weekend... Before starting high school, because, you know, that's such a huge fucking thing. Starting high school, we're going to be men now, da-da-da-da-da. Um, once again, at the movie theater, this girl that I'd like, Linz, um, Lindsay, uh, I thought, like, all right, well, you know what? Fresh slate, Travis. Start over, you know, just let's move on. Fresh slate. So there's this girl, Lindsay.
0: And so the, pro- the reason we wanted to move on was because she lied.
2: Right. She lied.
0: Wasn't that she was unattractive or she wasn't smart or she wasn't your type or
2: she was a year younger. It was purely she lied. It was purely she lied and a little she was younger because it was like, dude, I'm going on to high school. You know, like there was that whole, "Eh, you're going to be at the middle school. I'm going to be at the big boy school here. So there was a little of that.
0: Even though realistically, when you go to high school as a freshman, you literally are just like the slime. Yeah. and No girl's interested in you. You ask a girl out in your same grade, and she's like, there's better options, <laughs> and you're awkward.
2: And so that's what happened to me um, weekend before starting high school. So this girl that I knew that was legitimately in some of my classes all throughout middle school, same grade, uh, we're hanging out, and I'm allowed to stay out late. Like, I'm allowed to go to the 11 o'clock showing of Spotting because that's the only showing of it, because... It's kind of a raunchy movie, so they man, didn't have too many showings of it. I don't
0: get it, man. Your, your mom turns you in for smoking a joint, but at 15, she's sending you off to watch a fucking heroin movie? Yeah. Keep going. I don't, I don't know that she
2: even knew well, what spotting was I about. Just,
0: I have lots of questions. And Keep going. So,
2: uh, so, I, uh, so I got my ticket, and I actually paid for it this time. And this girl, Lindsay, comes with, like, two of her friends. And I'm not really a, you know, but Lindsay, man. like, she's, yeah, and she's just laying it thick on me. And she's like, oh, man, I want to see Train Spotting so bad, too. She's like, can you get me in? I'm like, yeah, of course I can get you in. I'm, like, the master of this shit. I can get anyone into this movie theater. And this is, like, 9.30. So we've got, like, an hour and a half to kill. And... We kill about an hour and we're bumming smokes from people coming out of the mall, you know, kids used to do. And uh all of a sudden, remember when the Mitsubishi eclipse was new? Those were badass for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So this fucking rich sixteen-year-old comes pulling in with his fucking posse. And I recognize one of his posse, uh, Cook. He um we played sports together and he comes, you know, rolling out of the car. Like two other dudes and this fucking 16 year old with this brand new fucking Mitsubishi. And instantly comes right to our table because he sees, you know, freshmen with three girls. Instantly moves right in on Lindsay. And of course, she pulls the whole thing like, hey, Travis, will you, do you think you can sneak four more people into the movie? Fuck. And it was just like, no, I fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so, um, but at the same time, my ego is kind of kicking in a little bit too. Like, well, fuck yeah, I can. I'm not good. it's never been done before. The seven person sneak in has never been done, but I can do it. I can fucking do it. It's a late enough show. They have a skeleton enough crew on. I can do it. So 11 o'clock comes around. I go in with my ticket. You know, act like I use the facilities Act like I uh, Act like I, uh, you know Play some video games And just go around Wait for the back doors clear And it was perfect The theater was right next to the exit The emergency exit Where, you know, the Where you exit after you're done watching the movie So I just pop open the door Come on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven All right, you're in And we go into the theater And I'm like, all right pick out a seat and who sits next to me not Lindsay, but her friend whose face looks like a fucking catcher's mitt and she goes and sits down next to this douchebag and what does he do right afterwards he gets up just takes a piss in the theater hmm. just classy dude classy just dude
0: right on the floor in front just, of everybody
2: just goes on and pisses on the back wall just right in front of everyone you see the piss trickling down
0: what a what a what a charmer. Yeah,
2: yeah, real class. And so the movie starts, and I'm really getting into the movie. But then all of a sudden, you know, I look over and she's giving him fucking head.
0: Lindsay was advanced. <laughs> <laughs> right after he urinated. Right at,
2: right after he urinated. And um <laughs> Travis. <laughs> And so, like, good old Travis. (laughs) Thank God Train Spotting was such a fucking good movie. Oh my God. Like, if Train Spotting would not have been that, like, the movie that it was, I probably just would have just blown everything up right then and there. Like, I would have been so fucking pissed off. Like, I need to rethink my life. I think I just need to go straight Buddhist (laughs) and, like, monk. Um, oh it got even worse for cook i talked to him about it later i was like what the fuck was that you know you guys fucking swooped in what the fuck was that he's like i know dude my friend's an asshole you know i just play on this one team with him but he's got a car you know and so but he's like yeah he never you know he just always goes for the girl and gets the girl and um he was like get this after she fucking sucked him off um, she spit it out and then grabbed my fucking Coke and drank out of my Coke. I was like, all right, I feel, I feel a little better. wasn't the only one. <laughs>
0: that wouldn't do it for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel better, no. Uh, it was, a, you know, just a smidge, yeah, a we're, smidge. We're reaching at this point for good vibes.
2: Yeah. So that, that set off.
0: That's a three for three from mom to pen pal to possible suitor of just betrayal. Yes. <clears throat> Lindsay, come on! <laughs> Had she ever met him before? No, blew him, blew him in the theater he on a Mitsubishi Eclipse and a yeah. urination behind her. Yeah, she's. Uh, I don't know. This tip isn't it typical, though. Yeah, fucking typical. Just, yeah, you're like, you know, I'm, I'm the catch, and super douchebag, is getting blown. Yep,
2: fucking a. So let's um. <laughs> where, are you, where are you going now?: <laughs> So let's fast forward about oh four, another 14 years.
0: 14 years. About another half of so like
2: 28. just turned 29, okay. Um, my relationship with Alaska had ended. Um, I'd come back to the states, East Coast, I was sort of just not doing much of any, you know, I was playing in a band, living with my folks.
0: Alaska was a girl you met, for those of you that don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a girl I met in high school, like senior year.
0: Mm-hmm. Quick summary.
2: And then um, we got a hold of each other about about age 24. Yep. Uh, went to Alaska, was out there for about uh,
0: close to two winters. She was pursuing a big career while you were trying to like, figure out what to do while she chased her dreams. Shit didn't work out. You came home. Perfectly said. Right on. Perfectly said.
2: And so, um, you know, I'm playing with my band in Pennsylvania, not doing much of anything. And uh, I came out to Minnesota for New Year's Eve. Um, What was that? Was that 2010, 2011? Hung out with the Obes, and I was planning on... I had one more like season, if you will, of like beer league hockey that I was going to do up in Pennsylvania. And then when the snows melted, I was going to come back and move back to Minnesota. Um, about a week after I got back from um, visiting with Obes, I get this. Um, I get this um, message on Facebook saying, hey, I don't know if you remember me or not but I played a really cruel trick on you back when we were kids. I'm like, what? I'm starting to think. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I had this awful dream about it, and I just wanted to apologize to you. And I was like, wait a minute. Veronica? She's like, yeah. I was like, well, what's your actual fucking name? And, you know, she's like, we'll just call her at this point. We'll call her Texas. You know, my name's Texas. And she's like, I'm so sorry about it. Texas Texas. Let's give her Texas Exes. Texas exes. You know
0: how I feel about Texas. I yeah. fucking hate Texas.
2: Texas Texas. And so um, I, I go, well, okay. Um, you know, that was literally half a lifetime ago. Like, yeah, all right, I can forgive you. We were stupid kids. You know, and I get it. You were shy. Hell, I was shy, you know? And so we just sort of... The next couple nights, you know, like the messaging sessions go longer and longer and longer, and now you're sending each other music, and you're sending each other, oh, this is a funny video that I like. Ha, 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 ha. Do you like Steve Martin? I love Steve Martin. Blah, 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 so blah, blah. So you got blah. back
0: into your... S- excuse me, your pen pal cycle, but through Facebook.
2: Through Facebook. And, um, you know, I'm talking to her like, well, I'm thinking about moving to Minneapolis. Um, You know, where are you at these days? She's like, Fort Worth. And this was right before the Super Bowl that was at Cowboy Stadium. It was the Steelers, I believe, versus the Packers. And my stepfather had just moved to Fort Worth, Texas. And they invited me to come down to, you know, just check out Texas because they knew I was going to Minnesota. But hey, man, maybe just check out Texas, you know, check out your options before you commit to one. So I was already going to go out to Fort Worth, Texas anyway. So I was like, that's funny. I'm kind of already going there for the Super Bowl. I'm like, I'm thinking about I said. I'm thinking about actually going out to Fort Worth in like two, three weeks. And she was like, Fort Worth, Texas? I was like, is there a fucking other one? <laughs> and so it was just setting up. So then she was asking like, where does your stepdad live? And da, da, da. And it turned, he lives like two exits off the freeway down from where she's staying at with her folks now at the time. And it's just setting up like this really bad, like serendipitous French movie. You know, it just seems like a piece of trash is blowing in the wind. Little would people know the chain of events that this would set off.
0: Well, you're corresponding through Facebook and you realize that you're in the same.
2: I mean, yeah. We
0: know the chain of events that's occurring here.
2: Exactly. But it's like, I I just, you know, like, holy shit, she's right here, right here. I'm going to mind. You're like, this is meant to be. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's all setting up too perfectly. Like, the fish just jumped in the boat, and it's the right size. It's it's perfect for di- Like, I'm having dinner. How, well, how do you feel about her before
0: you're going down there? Are you mildly interested? Or are you kind of way into her because,
2: you know, the way you guys are talking? So I'm like, I'm getting way into her. She tells me she has two kids. Like, that was my understanding. She has two kids um, to two different dads. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, once again, People make mistakes, right? Life, life happens. You know, you've lived, I've lived, I've done some crazy shit.
0: Well, it's not necessarily a mistake. To I mean, she's 28, you meet somebody, you get together, we're going to be together forever, have a kid, break up, another few years goes by, meet somebody, have I'm, Yeah. I get it.
2: it. It's life, you it's know.
0: 20, it's my, 20, is this a 22nd century, 21st century? It's 20, yeah. Uh, 21st century love story? yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how young people are. A lot of people aren't getting married, so I'm, I'm with you. I'm tracking, but are you into her? Is the yeah, question?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we're we're really getting so. Um, like what kind know, of Skype, notes are we sending? Well, Skype now, like Skype, uh, like is sort of like the new thing. So we're You're
0: video porning.
2: We're not video porning. So not video
0: porning feels awkward.
2: Not, but it was just like, hey, um, before I come down there, because I was kind of like, you know, what's she like? You know, not clackety 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 on the board there, so. like, well, do you do this Skype thing? You know, have you ever tried it? She's like, no, I've never tried Skype. I'm like, we should give it a try. And so then we Skyped each other, and it was really awkward at first. But then, you know, I got another, like, man, I want to do that again. I was like, I want to kind of do that again. That was fun. Like, it was scary, but then it turned out to be okay and fun. Wow. And so we're we're Skyping each other. The first
0: fucking time you Skyped was with this girl (laughs) under these circumstances? Yeah. You always make things so hard. (laughs) Okay. That's really awkward, dude. Um, Sky, first time you video chat with anybody, you're like, okay, so I'm looking at them, and you can see yourself, and you're not really looking at them, and they're not really looking at you. So you're you, sort you of so like just looking
2: at yourself, but kind of googly-eyed looking at them. Yeah, yeah. it's a
0: passive-aggressive conversation in and of itself.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. So it was it was really awkward, and um, you know, I was nervous, very nervous, and my flight got delayed, and she got us, um, but. The day I was um, after my delay, she got us tickets to see the Flaming Lips, <sighs> like one of my favorite bands of all fucking time, like you know, you want to weigh into this boy's heart, like so. I'm taking you to see the Flaming Lips tonight. All right, let's check out Dallas. Fuck yeah, Dallas. And so we get one of those like in town suites because I'm staying for the week, where you just buy a room by the week, and um, we get one of those. And we just hole up in it for a week, and we just
0: had a great time. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Now, where are her kids during all this?
2: So her kids are taken care of.
0: So they're with their dads or parents or, right, or right, whatever. Right, right, right. She's got a free week to have a little twi- a tryst. We'll call it a tryst with young Travis.
2: Yes, yes.
0: So this isn't that long ago. Let's see. You're 29. Six, this is six years ago this happens.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Twenty-nine, yep. Yeah. Six, seven, six and a half.
0: Okay. Mr. Be middle technical. Schooler. <laughs> six and a half years, Jim.
2: Six and a half. I'm a big boy. <clears throat> six and a half years. And uh, it was a great time. And, like, I wanted to see her again. And so that was, you know, Super Bowl week. And uh, I fly out and I'm like, that was really cool. But during my stay there, though, my first little, what the was um we were just laying in bed talking and then she was telling me about her three kids. I was like, wait a minute, what three? I thought you had two. Like one She's like, uh, no, pretty sure I told you three. It was like, no, you told me two. Oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> again? This is happening again. So
2: like
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is playing out like a bad comedy dude. <laughs> and
2: so I uh like, I, I'm just like kind of floored, like, what the fuck? Three now. Ooh. I don't know, man. That's, you know, that's one too many. I don't know. Like, you know, I'm thinking about it, but then. Oh, well, um,
0: yeah, because you're going to, if you're going to see this girl, you're going to automatically be thrown into this scenario of, hey, this girl with her three kids.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, how old? And it's like, okay, the one's in first, the this is in first grade. Uh the other's three and the other one just turned two. Damn. Ooh, little kids. Yeah. But she's spinning it nice. She's like, well, look at it this way. You get to shape and mold them this way.
0: Wait a second. You guys just hooked up in a hotel room for a week and you're shaping young minds and molding her children, right? So she is you know, I you know, I don't want to be an asshole. I can see how uh she's excited about you, you're excited about her, she's Probably, you know, it's not easy to be a single parent.
2: Right, and that's what I'm thinking. You know, she's telling me, you know, the oldest dad, he's okay, he's cool, he pays child support on time. Um, The youngest two, their dad's just this piece of shit alcoholic Okie whose um, IQ is 76. 76. One more time, 76. That's borderline retard.
0: It's six points away from... People telling you what to eat for dinner yeah
2: yeah so um, I mean I'll go ahead and share with you my IQ it's not genius I don't know. I'm a 122 I'm above average
0: who else has that on their belt and knows what their IQ is
2: uh, I do because uh, she wasn't the first person to ask me what my IQ was I've had girls ask me my IQ before
0: how did you you just tested yourself you wouldn't Professionally tested, I just gave that to you at school.
2: Yeah, I just, you know, last IQ test I had, uh, it was a 122. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. My uh, comparable, like when, then when you do your celebrity IQ comparable, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, that was one point away from Kennedy or something. No. Nah.
0: <laughs> she, <laughs> she, uh, she's really slow playing you because what? She's just not a, ton kind of confidence
2: or yeah, you know, she's just kind of like, you know, sort of the wounded dove, you well, know, I, it's
0: like I had two kids, but I knew you wouldn't come. I didn't want to scare you away until you had three kids. So well, I'm sure I told you I had three kids. And yeah. Yeah. How, and how in your mind, are you wanting this chick so bad that you're just making excuses for her? Or are you thinking to yourself, this is happening again. I need to go. Um,
2: More the former than the latter.
0: (laughs) Well, you're laying in bed together. I get it.
2: Yeah. And so I I get back to, you know, I get back to Pennsylvania, you know, and I'm missing her. And we're starting to Skype every night now. And it's becoming a routine thing. And she's coming out for St. Patrick's Day. Yay. But it was like four or five weeks, you know, and those four or five weeks just take forever. And it's in the dead of winter. So for me, you know, I can't go outside or much do much of anything. You know, I got my hockey league once a week, so yay for that. And uh, yeah, then she came out for St. Patrick's Day, I had a blast, and then I got strep throat. Strep throat, so I was laid out in bed,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and she while me. she was there, while she was there, so that's kind of party off, yeah, yeah. But she took care of me. She was not, you know, she's the one.
0: Well, she's a mom.
2: <laughs>
0: mom's has special
2: powers right 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 and she did man she took care of me it was great and so we went down to baltimore uh because that's where the airport is and um yeah and we um hung out with her uh long lost half sister stepsister or something like that that had never met the rest of her family and me and her were like her and I were like the first two people that um, this person was meeting for the first time, like out of her family. Jeez. This is really, yeah, just real awkward. Yeah, real awkward. I'm I'm recovering from strep, you know, so I can't really talk too well. And uh, well, you're just getting used to
0: her jumping from two kids to three. And now she's got a long lost sister, and you're being, you know, the person meeting you thinks you know the whole family.
2: Well, no, she no. We she she did a good job of explaining. She prefaced that,
0: that hey, this is just my <laughs> recent thing, and he's only yeah. been around a little
2: while. We yeah. once we were kids. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. Okay. And like, oh, and then while she was in town, one of her friends that was like in this band um, committed like a su- like suicide. Like before I met her, <laughs> he
0: didn't commit a suicide. He committed. Suicide. It was like a
2: suicide pact that he he had with like the singer from their band committed suicide. Um, that she was really good friends with. And then the bass player from the band, a couple months later, committed suicide on St. Patrick's Day. Does anybody make it out alive of the band? I think the drummer, last I heard, the drummer's still kicking. It was a three-piece. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. And so, like, it's just, like, I'm just like, holy shit. There's You got a lot of fucking shit going on in your life. Like, I'm Like, okay, maybe I write a song today.
0: Did they know they committed, like, was it obvious they committed suicide, these three people? Yeah,
2: they, yeah, they, they, they did. Okay. Um,
0: So there was no foul play, like, the drummer didn't waste them.
2: No, 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 they, they, they killed themselves.
0: All right. So. So she's dropping a lot of things on you. Friends are dying, new families coming to the mix. By the way, I have three kids, and you guys are kind of bouncing around the country
2: at this point, or? Yeah, just kind of bouncing around, and and it's getting to the point where i need to make a decision cuz now we're coming up on april and uh april may and my hockey season's ending and this was the timeline that i gave over the summer i'm moving out of pennsylvania and i was supposed to move to minneapolis and cuz at that point the band's breaking up um you know the the singer got promoted at his job you know we're all we're all up either in our thirties or about to turn 30 at this point. So it's kind of like time to move on. And let's face, I mean, we didn't really do much of anything with it anyway. We just recorded some fun songs and you know, the singer got promotion, uh, like a big promotion at work. He met the girl that was about to become his wife and mother of his child. The drummer was about to get married. Um, you met, uh, you met Marilyn Mike, the bass player. Yeah.
0: Cool cat. Yeah, that.
2: yeah. Great guy. And my, you know, Mike was doing his thing at the time.
0: Although he should have come on the show.
2: Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm not gonna make make someone do something they don't want to do. He shy, uh, so
0: shy. So shy. We have you know, we have more guests than you think that we have for the show and they get in and they just freeze up or they're you know, oh no, 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 like they intended like the whole understanding is they're going to come on the show. And then all of a sudden they get to the studio and they're like, I never said I was going to be on the show. No, no, no. I was just going to watch. I'm not going <laughs> to.
2: Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to stand up comedy with you tonight. Yeah. Open mic. I'm doing that. I'm doing it. And then you get that. Like, no, I meant like I'm doing it. Like I'm going with you. I'm not going on stage. I'm going to watch these fuckers bomb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sucks because we a lot of times acclimate the, the yeah. story for them. But yes,
2: continue. Um, so yeah, so it's just, it's time to move on and I have to make a decision like, man, is this really it? Is this, is this You're killing
0: me. Where did you go?
2: Where did you go? So obviously I go to Texas.
0: Uh, Why is that obvious?
2: Well, because that's what happened in my life. You know, that happened in my life. (laughs) But they don't. I wasn't in Minnesota.
0: (laughs) I know they don't. Why? Why was it such an obvious decision? Because you liked her so much?
2: Basically, the only thing that could take me to Texas was her, because uh, my dad was stationed in El Paso when I was a kid, and fuck El Paso, Texas! Like I hated that place. Like, oh, like if if you want to torture me, just take me to El Paso, Texas. Um, I, I swore I would never go back to Texas.
0: No, we have friends in Texas. First fans, yeah, are in Texas. Yeah, they're great, and you always have a good time to go visit them. Where are they? They're there. They're in Fort Worth.
2: Okay. I haven't met them at this point though.
0: Well, I just meant I thought they might have been in El Paso, but
2: No okay. no, no 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 no. And so No. <laughs> and so um Yeah, it's just sort of I don't know, all of us kind of guys from the you know, we were sort of coming into things at the same time and you know, it was sort of just kind of...
0: So everybody in the band is kind of going on with life and shit. Now you got this opportunity to go jump on life because not, not that you're <laughs> going to jump on her, but in fact you did, but it was like a train. It was like, okay, if everybody's going to grow up and we're all going to go to the Grand Central Station and we're each taking grow-up trains, this is my grow-up train. I'm going to hop on this train see where it
2: takes me. I'm going to be instant dad. That was, that was very well put. So I get down there and... Um, what, I fly down there... And we're and we're just going to stay there for a little while because she's got like a fucking Tahoe. And then we're going to bring the Tahoe up and um, load it up with my shit because I don't have much stuff. And then we're going to hitch the Volkswagen up behind it and um, drive it back down to Texas. And so while we're down there, I get to meet the two boys, the three and the four year old. And we take them to the grocery store. And it was awful. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't
0: expect <laughs> you to say that It was awful
2: <laughs> It was awful It was just terrible Crying and Crying Throwing fits You know Just trying to run away From like So you're fucking You're weirded out now I'm getting really fucking weird now Cause I'm like also mon- Like okay You know Is she on it Is she gonna wrangle them Corral them What's her You know she, she didn't do a good She didn't do that good of a job
0: Well, that that trip to the store, you weren't impressed.
2: I was not impressed with that trip to the store. And so we get back, and we only had the boys for, like, maybe, like, an afternoon. It was just one of those weird things. We had them for an afternoon or something because, like, they were going from, like, dads to, like, grandmas on the other side, like dad's moms or something. And so we just sort of were the in-between. So we had them for a couple of hours.
0: So you know they were not that kids are an inconvenience, but she's in fact starting a new life too, and now it's okay. We like, got to do this thing, and I got to bring the kids. And
2: yeah, and already she's like <clears> getting it. Like, <throat> so what are you going to do for work down here? Uh, what? Uh, Texas, Texas is asking you. Yeah, Texas, okay. Texas is like. So what are you going to do for work down here? And like at the time, I had some money, and I was like, well, I don't know. I'm gonna mull over some options. You know, I've done pest control before. I've done. You know, I've done numerous things. There's numerous things I can do. So, you know, I don't know. Check out the job market down here. And she's already just she's starting to
0: nibble at it. Uh, well, how, how many days are you in town at this point?
2: A couple, maybe. So in a
0: couple days, she's like, you're going to get a job?
2: Yeah. And, like, I haven't even moved my stuff back. Well, I, I just took the flight down to, like, meet up with her so we could drive her truck up to Pennsylvania.
0: Her ex had an IQ of seventy six, so I can I, I can understand. 76er.
2: I can understand why she was like. So, what are your plans? He was actually like a journeyman welder. He actually, um, you've seen the new Cowboy Stadium? That was him. He y'all he build that.
0: Mm, I feel less safe if I go there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just saying. Yeah, just saying. So apparently, when it came to money, he did, he did all right for himself. And it came, came with
0: an to IQ of seventy six. Yes. So that's no excuse. <laughs> clearly how did how did you come across the iq issue with this guy anyway just out of curiosity because i I don't know what my iq is oh she told me just flat out she had him tested or yeah she had him tested she's like she... you are a dumb fuck
2: <laughs> we're gonna go figure this out <laughs> and she got him tested jesus christ and when the score came back she fucking opened the score and like read it with her own two eyes <sighs> and uh, apparently like she just after that she just gave him so much shit but <laughs> All right, that's gonna come in a little later because it's gonna come in a little later. I'm just put a pin in that. I All want right. you to remember. That. All right. So, um, um, so this was not good, and I was like, you know, like she asked, she was like, "Well, they're really sweet boys, and you just saw them on a bad day, and they didn't." And I was like, "Okay, I get it, but like I just flat told her, I was like, that that was terrible. That was not a great first impression." She's like, Well, I know, but give it a choice. And she's like, Yeah, what
0: the fuck is she going to do? She's stuck with them.
2: Yeah. She's like, Well, this is me. Yeah. That's, you know, good answer. Yeah. Love it or shove it. And I was kind of like, You got a point. And, (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, you don't like them. Let me just collect their things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. What the fuck else is she supposed just, to do? Right, ship them out. Then I'd think she was like. Then I'd be really like, fuck you.
0: But you're talking and to her like a friend. Her. You're like, I'm having trouble with this. This is this yeah. is not this is kind of difficult for me. You're, yeah, you're like just trying weird. to talk to her. Yeah, and yeah. she's like. Well, taking it personally (laughs) because they happen to be her kids.
2: Exactly.
0: They're her demon
2: seeds. Yeah. And so, like, at that point, that sort of planted a seed within her any time, like, I said something about one of her kids. Like, it was like an attack. And it's like, no, it's not an attack. This is just me talking to you. Like, okay, this is what I feel is going on. This is what I'm perceiving. So, regardless, um, yeah, I still go up Pennsylvania, get my shit, haul it down to Texas. And uh, it's like the middle of the summer. And so my stepdad sort of lets me stay with him until like, you know, he's like, you got like two months, you know, figure your shit out. You got two months. And at this point, my mom doesn't like her already. Because um, when she would v- visited, apparently my mom caught her walking around the house in my robe or something. And so my mom didn't like that, I guess.
0: Girls are like cats. And yeah. You should never have more than one in the
2: house. Yeah. So... Um, so she was like, I don't want her in my house, da 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 <sighs> Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, gee, mom, thanks. You're making things real easy on me here. You know, now I'm getting it from fucking every end. Like, wow. Wait th- Thank you for making things easy.
0: When your parents don't like the person that you're with, it puts a certain stress on you. It's like, awesome.
2: Yeah. Thanks, guys. This is something I did not need. Yeah.
0: Just keep it coming.
2: Yep. Keep it flowing. My dad met her. My dad liked her. Um, and so, so while Your dad's
0: a really nice guy, though. He's like, you know, all walks, what's up? Right. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I don't know your mom, but I know girls and moms and how moms feel about their sons with girls.
2: Yeah, yeah. My mom is strangely overprotective of me.
0: Now, why are you getting it from all sides? Are you not getting along with Excess Texas? I know you want not to call it Texas point.
2: Texas, but I like Excess Texas You Texas like Excess Texas So, I don't know. I, I, you know, at that point, I'm like, what the fuck, man? You guys are just, all of you are fucking crazy.
0: The question was point blank. Are you at this point while you're staying with your stepdad getting along with her? Oh, ex. Ex is Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things are great. So, the relationship's good. Yeah. The kid thing is is okay because you're not living with her.
2: Right. I'm not living with her. So, I'm like slowly going over there. You can bail when they suck. Right, well, and I'm trying not to bail when they suck. Like, I'm trying to be there through the suck to sort of, you know, get through it. And, like, I'm developing bonds, you know. Um, now you're 30. so being I'm not around, even 30. I'm 29.
0: Still, yeah. old enough where some of your friends are walking around with 10-year-olds, you know. I mean, right. it's not like this should be that. It's not like, oh, my God, a man at 29 is a father. I mean, yeah. you should be able to deal with this.
2: Right, right. And so... Um, and you're trying to deal with it. Yeah. And I'm bonding. And it was the middle kid, the, the three-year-old, him and I just, um, one day I started doing this Tom Green bit where he's, you know, with the soap on a rope and he's like, I found treasure. We can live like kings. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, that kid just took that and ran with it, you know, and every time he sees me, he's just, we got to live like kings. I'm like, yes, we will. And it started with that, and then after a while, that got an, you know because you hear the same joke over and over. But kids can, they like to they like the loop, and so um, so I started like building rapport with him. Uh, the two year old, I'm going to tell you straight up, he was a little cock blocker. Um,
0: as two year olds are, yeah,
2: yeah, yep, I, uh, <laughs> cute as fuck, man. He he was a cute little guy, um, but. He, he just always knew the right time to just raise a fuss or do something, you know, create create havoc. I called him Cannonball. Right. And uh, But I, I even started developing a rapport with Cannonball. And so we find ourselves like a nice house and we get ourselves a little place and we move in. Things are going good. And then... The oldest, it turns out, she's going to stay with grandma because they don't want to move her to school. She's going into second grade. And I start, and she's got custody of the two boys every other week. And, you know, she was kind of sad. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I'm staying out of this. You guys decide what's best for the kid. But I do start to notice that she's going into second grade and the, the, the kid is... Um writing out her her numbers backwards. Like like threes, fives, sevens, twos are all backwards and certain letters, and they're always backwards. And I'm like, you know, you guys might want to look in like this. Is a sec- you know, second grader. <laughs> Don't tell me you were the fucking first person to be like, you know, you might look into that. <laughs> Apparently I was the
0: first person <laughs> to tell them this. <laughs> <laughs> because uh fucking Texans,
2: right? <laughs> like because I, I was like, you know, you like she might there just there might be something up. She's just being creative, Travis. Yep, she's, she's creative. Thank you. you. That's what they did say. <laughs> she's yeah. creative, she's free spirit, you know. No. Uh, no. Why do you fucking every time my kids do something cute or something, you always have to harp on it, Travis. You always have to harp on it. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Once again, I'm just perceiving something that seems off. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be the good guy here and get her help. But no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the asshole. Yeah. Sound about right? You're the asshole. I'm the asshole. So you probably want to know how we got engaged. That happened about a month before um, we moved in and, all, and this happened. Um, so, so, at so you, we're you guys still, get the
0: house, right? And after you, we're engaged. But how... You get the house after you're engaged? So, so, you jumped ahead to getting moving into a house before we get engaged?
2: Yeah, so the Orioles were in town playing the Texas Rangers. I need a time frame. You said so, uh so I move out there like around early June, staying with the stepdad. You start talking
0: to each other in in January. And you yes. come down in in, in, in February. almost February for Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. Have a week of throws.
2: Yes. Uh, then another month later, she comes out. We have another week. Uh, another week for, of throws for so um, St. Patrick's Day. We're
0: not really dating. We're kind of just seeing each other at this point. You yeah. live in a different place. So you moved down there in April. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now when do we get engaged?
2: July. It's so, like you just knew. Yeah. Just sort You're of like this is the one. Yeah. Like, it just kind of felt right. and uh, despite, well, um,
0: Despite the lying and the...
2: Yeah, well, here's the way we got engaged. Uh, so the Orioles were in town playing the Texas Rangers. Four-game series. We get tickets to all four. So we get a hotel over there right next to fucking Jerry World that 76 helped build. And, uh, yeah, well, the first game was 4th of July. So we took the oldest. We took her to the 4th of July game, and then we watched the fireworks, then we spent the, and then we came back for the 5th, 6th, 7th game. And um, people at the stadium were getting to know me because I was like the only guy wearing orange and black there, cheering for the clearly last place Orioles at the time. And uh, so alcohol was heavily involved. It 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 was rough. And, you know, we were just talking cutesy, and, you know, she was like, you know, like, I, I really love you, and you could be the one. And I was like, I think so, too. And she's like, well, would you ask me to marry you? I'm like, well, it's something I'm definitely, you know, I'd think about. And she's like, well, would you ask me to marry you? I'm like, well, are you asking me to ask you to marry you? She's like, well, I don't know. Maybe. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I would. And it just sort of, she kind of bullied me into proposing to her.
0: Really that's really not even bullying. That's not a bullying move.
2: What is that then?
0: She's at, literally just asking you to ask her to marry her. I mean, yeah. There's no that's bullying.
2: bullying. Yeah. And you, you just, accommodated. And I, I accommodated, yeah. So I accommodated, <laughs> like no her, ring.
0: Her just asking, like, do I have to? My guess. I feel <laughs> bullied. I do.
2: <laughs> and so we did. And what do you uh, mean? So, you did? So, so, so it was like, okay, yeah, you want to get married? You marry me? She said, yeah. I said, all right. At the Orioles game, at the hotel room, at the best Western across the street from Jerry's World.
0: No ring, no anything. Just
2: no. let's, let's do this. Let's do this.
0: And did she tell other people you were engaged?
2: So, we held off. Well, first person we told was Goose. hmm. Goose was to be the best man. Did he
0: say he was happy for you? I don't really
2: remember. I was drinking a lot. Um,
0: I don't imagine he did. Uh, I No, he said
2: congrats.
0: Well, as he would. He's got yeah. good manners. But in his mind, you know he's thinking, what in the fuck is he doing?
2: Yeah, no. So he didn't really know. I don't know. He he was just like, cool, you know? Cool. <laughs>
0: That's Goose. He must know you well enough to be like, yeah, sure you are. <laughs> cool. So, um So when did you tell the family? uh,
2: So we eventually, uh, I don't remember how or when, it just word eventually got out, and then it was like, is it true? I want to know
0: what your dad said when he found out you were engaged a second time now to Excess Texas.
2: He's just like, all right, congrats, all right, hope you know what you're
0: doing, you know, good luck. And and Mother Goose, her feeling on Uh, it?
2: uh, She said congrats through, you know, a very strained smile.
0: Huh. My mom would be like, no, you're
2: fucking not doing that. <laughs> that's my mom. She'd be like, yeah. uh-uh, nope. So, um, so, yeah, so we move in. And, like, the first couple months, you know, everything's all right. But, like, she's not getting a job. Do you have a job? I have income coming in. Okay, but you don't have a job. Right. I'm not working, but I have income coming in.
0: So neither of you are working but you're engaged in a house with three kids, one of which now lives with grandma.
2: Right. And I'm sitting here saying to her, like, you know, she had a great job, like, when we first met, and then she quit it. And then so now she's, like, going to be a server. And I'm like, well, why don't you just go get another cool job?
0: We should have come in on this episode with country music. (laughs) You've got... (laughs) I mean, just from where we are right now, it feels like country music.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, I'm going, like, OK, I have income coming in because at this point I'm paying all the bills. Um, I've got income coming in. So like if you went out and just got a job, I mean, I I played, you know, I, I'll play stay at home dad. I'll watch them. So that'll save us on daycare because that's a fucking arm and a leg. And plus, not only are we saving an arm and leg on daycare, but your babysitter is actually making you money while he's staying at home. Sounds win win.
0: How would she describe
2: that? I don't know. She, yeah, I uh, think you
0: know exactly how she described that. Fuck you. Yeah. Huh?
2: Look, at, I hate your little smug smile.
0: <laughs> I hate your stupid face, Jim.
2: I do. Right now, right now, I hate your fucking face.
0: Because I feel like this was a
2: big bone of contention. Remember, you're supposed to be on my fucking team.
0: Yeah, I feel things sliding. So, so I'm getting the feeling that she wasn't that cool with you staying at home, or was that?
2: No, 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 no. This was actually sort of her. Not her idea, but it was um, something that we had discussed, and we came to an agreement over.
0: Okay, so it's like she knew that you were going to do things a certain way. This isn't like a big surprise.
2: Right. Okay, cool. And so, um, yeah, and so, like, things were all right. Well, tell us to me, like, Travis is going to do this,
0: and you're saying, okay, well, part of what we said was I'll do this, and now you need to go get a job.
2: Right. Did she do that? She did. And she would work for like three weeks and then talk about how everyone she worked with sucked, Mm -hmm. quit, and then be out of job for another three weeks, go find another one, work for three weeks, talk about how people sucked, quit. And then so I'd ask her like, well, you know, you do need to get a job. This was part of your agreement. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Taco Bell down the roads. She's like, they won't hire me. I'm overqualified. I'm like uh there's people with masters degrees waiting tables right now. I I I, I don't buy that. Did you so so that, that caused so m- that caused a little like a little yeah, that caused some You guys friction. are having
0: some money friction yeah. early
2: on in the engagement. Yeah, okay. so some early friction, but we're still getting through. We're still loving each other and um um uh, things got really weird in early November. Um, we had an engagement party. They threw us a big engagement party downtown Dallas at sort of like this sushi sake bar. And um, my buddy, remember Lucky, the the redheaded charm of luck from uh, Milwaukee, came into town because he was going to be one of my groomsmen. Okay. And great, you know, I've got like one of my good friends coming into town. And uh, it's just going to be a great time. And uh, it just ended up being a weird fucking night. So my, my my stepdad and my sister come in. They visit, you know, everyone. We all do the sushi thing and, like, the sake thing. And, you know, they have what are those, like, fucking towers of beer called with the taps. And we're doing all that. And, like, everyone gets a good, nice buzz. And everyone, you know, we've got a sober cab. Like, everyone's good, man. All right, let's go back to the place, maybe have a little after party, chill, call it a night. But, like, I guess I should preface this. Like, we're drinking a lot. <laughs> like, she... Just so you know, we're really getting fucked up. <laughs> and, I mean, she she drinks. Like, she drinks, and then I would drink. And so we were, we were drinking. And it wasn't functional. It wasn't very functional. And when she drinks, she gets either very hyper, very horny, or very angry. Or very fun. Like fun hyper.
0: I feel like those are the only four options, but okay.
2: Well, some people get like loathing. Some people get get an interesting, different keel. Uh, And she just goes all out demon. She's like, no, we're going to Barcadia. It's, you know, the arcade bars. And we do. And at this point, I'm just fucked up. And I'm meeting new people of hers that I haven't met before. And I'm like, this is not the first impression I want to make. Uh, You know, Lucky, he wants to go home. I want, like, everyone, like, in the car just wants to go home. And she's sort of, like, just reliving these glory, just running into everybody that she knows downtown because she's all connected into that downtown Dallas music scene or whatever. And I mean, even like her friends from the earlier party left. And it's just like, we're all just sitting like, what are we doing here? And she's running around like, well, I guess it's her night, (laughs) not ours. It's her night. Let her have it. And so somehow we end up back at our place. A couple of people that I know, a couple of people I don't. All of a sudden, I find myself on my back porch. Lucky had gone to bed. I'm smoking a cigarette I'm just on the back porch, like, what the fuck happened tonight, you know? A little fucked up. And I find myself apparently getting advice, love advice from a Satanist. Hmm. You know, just this guy, oh, you know, that's Dan the Satanist.
0: Oh, oh, thanks
2: for telling me. I got a Satanist at my house now. He was
0: partying with you guys? Yeah, apparently, yeah.
2: Yeah, now I've got Dan the Satanist at my house, giving me, trying to give me love advice, and I just remember kind of looking at him, and I'm like, dude... No offense, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but like, I don't really need you fucking talking to me right now. Like, your about advice
0: this. is feeling pretty negative, actually. <laughs>
2: yeah, <like laughs> it's it so something like, I don't know, something weird happened, and then I was just like, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. Like the girls were out, and then they were kind of acting weird, like her and her friend. And I go to bed and I wake up the next morning and the fucking engagement rings just sitting there on the bedstand, like just tink, here you go. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I go out and I talk to Lucky. He's like, dude, I don't know. She's acting weird. Like, I'm like what? he's like, what happened after you went to bed? I'm like, I don't know. What happened? I mean, I I don't I don't know. It was, you know, he's like, Yeah. It, Definitely was all about her last night. I was like, yeah, definitely was. Wasn't about you guys at all. I was like, yeah. You got that vibe too? He's like, yeah. He's like, so she's pissed. Um, she went out and got like breakfast or whatever with her friend. They're coming back. So she comes back. And um, I, I, I hardly remember this because the, I got, it was still just the next day. Was just kind of so, kind of just fucked up. But we ended up talking, and you know, do you love me? Yeah, I love you. and So we get back together. You know, apparently, like you know, she took the ring off for like a whole like night or whatever.
0: Why did you break up?
2: I didn't break up.
0: So you just told you took us I, through this whole evening, and it was there a point to that? Just
2: it was fucking crazy. Just what the fuck was that? You so know? she's
0: bouncing around town. You've done nothing wrong and she wants to no longer be engaged the next morning. Am I missing
2: something? See, so, yeah, I'm thinking I'm missing something because <clears throat> okay. I'm like, what am I missing? And she's like, well, you were sort of an asshole to my friends and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't think I was an asshole, but I was definitely drunk and mm-hmm. like, I didn't want to be there.
0: Your friend's Dan, the Satanist. I was a prick to Dan. And I was a, yeah, I so said. now we're
2: not getting married? <laughs> right.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs>
2: You know, that's what's going through my head. And, you know, I'm kind of putting it. And she's like, yeah, okay, maybe I overreacted a little. And, like, you know, do you see kind of like last night was supposed to be about us? Celebration of us coming together.
0: And, and it was, we came apart totally. we came
2: apart totally because it was all about you. And, you know, you want to go down, you know, re, I don't know. You wanted to have fucking Dallas night on the town for Jacqueline. I'm like, you can do that anytime. Like, I'm very much... Secure with myself in a relationship Like hey if you want to go downtown And have fucking party time Just make sure you have a fucking sober ride back Do you feel the
0: same way I do Where I want my The person that I'm sharing my life with To go out and do whatever they want to Yes And if whatever you want to Leads to you fucking somebody else I'm okay with that too Because like there's a door Right Like Like goodbye In your free time You're going to find yourself In somebody else's bed Because I'm not holding your hand And babysitting you Like, I don't want to be that chick. Fucking go.
2: Yeah, I don't want to be with her. And so, yeah, I have that security. Like, okay, you know, you can go out, but the second I fucking find out, yeah, you know, you slept with Dan the Satanist or something, then, yeah, we're fucking
0: done. It's like, thank you. Thank you for... If you couldn't say it and you had to do it, that's fine. Just give me some time. I'll collect my shit. Yeah. Later.
2: Yeah. So we reconcile and... um, But none of that happened. He hasn't
0: just fucking... Weird vibes and the rings on the table.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, Lucky kind of mediates a little bit. like, But he does kind of tell me before he goes, he's like, I don't know. Like, at first, I really like, But bef- after that night, he was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's like, it, she's, he's like, I can't put my finger on it. It's like, she's not like a bad person. She's just something, you know, there's something weird. There's just something weird there, and I don't know what it is.
0: He's telling you no MFEO right now. No what? You guys aren't made for each other. It's just not, not, not the pieces aren't fitting.
2: I don't know. Fitting. Yeah. So, so we go on and like, so then rest of the the month of November is just sort of like this blissful month where all is happy and da, 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 da. And, um, she gets pregnant and, um, it's right around December, Christmas time. And my dad's coming up for Christmas. And uh, she's about a month into the term, so probably got pregnant sometime during the makeup sex or something after that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it, and she's excited about it. And my dad's coming to town, and we're going to tell my dad and my stepmom. And it's like this huge deal, and all of a sudden now my, my, my head is starting to turn around, and this is sort of how I got into doing pharmacy. She's like, You're gonna have to support a kid now. What are you gonna do? Like you can't just be Travis, you know, the freelancer anymore. You know, you gotta you gotta do something. I was like, You're right, I do. And I had no idea about, you know, really pharmacy technicians, what they did or anything. And so she set me up for like a um a tour of like, you know, one of those um training campuses. And we take it and I end up enrolling. And um, so that's how I got involved with pharmacy. And so my dad comes out, and uh, so on Christmas Day, we had a little pair of baby shoes and we put them, you know, wrapped them in a present. This was her idea. Of course, I can't think of something like this clever. Um, And my dad opens up, and him and my stepmom are there. And he opens up his present and he looks and he's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? And instantly, my stepmom got, she just went, oh, <gasps> right. oh, you know. She gets it, yeah. She gets it. She's excited. And he's, my dad just, you know that face of it, just, oh, huh? what, Huh? just waiting for the little guy to click in. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, the gerbil starts running. She's like, John, he's there, oh, he's like, Oh, and so he's free like everyone's happy everyone's like on the verge of tears and crying and you know like we're all just so happy and this is going to be this great thing and um so yeah so about a week or two after my dad and my stepmom leave like right right around new years right after new years um you know, and I'm just starting school. She looks at me and just decides, You can't be a parent. You're, you're not going to be a good parent. I'm like, What? She's like, You're not ready. You're not ready for this. And so she starts just drinking and smoking mm. and doing everything she can to uh, force it. Mm-hmm.
0: That is, that's crazy.
2: And so here I am with this woman that wants to marry me. She said, you know, she never once considered marrying 76. And yet she had two kids with this guy knowing that his IQ was 76. (laughs) You know, this guy that she just... Yeah, dude, but it's clearly not you. And so, you know, and then she's telling me, I'm not gonna but your seed, I'm not gonna that's a pretty major chop to the heart, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean I can see how it would affect
2: you, but you especially know, stepping back, do you see that it's not you, right? Stepping back, yes. But at the time it was tough because I was really really bonding with the kids. I had um, you know, like I would I was even though no one else would admit the eight year old was you know, the second grader was having like, um, problems, you know, with dyslexia, I would still read with her. I would read and then I would have her follow along. So she saw, you know, um, the then four year old, you know, he became my little minion. I mean, he was like a mini Travis. Uh, scary thing is he kind of looked like if we went out, people thought he was like my legitimate kid, um, got him into star Wars. Um, you know, I was Obi-Wan. He was Anakin. Um, little Cannonball was a Little Cannonball. We, you know, we had our mo- He was two. So, you know, we had our moments. We had our disagreements. We had, we had timeout times. And that was another thing, too. She made me be the disciplinarian. And that was a little tough because it was like, why should I discipline your, well, you have to demonstrate that you're the man of the house. And then so when we have our kid, you know, they all just sort of fall in line. I'm like, well, no, they all need to listen to you, too. Like, you can't be good cop here. You know, you can't be good cop and make me be bad cop. So all of this parentage stuff sort of came out, and, you know, I thought I was really doing well with her kids and then, you know, and doing what I could with a situation that I was thrust into. I mean, I kind of liken it to the opening scene of Predators when Adrian Brody's just sort of free-falling towards the earth and like, oh, and then all of a sudden a parachute... Just opens up and you're like, okay, 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 I can handle this. Um, and so yeah, when she was like, you know, I'm killing the kid.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> fucking graphic, dude. But okay, like, yeah.
2: You know, I I just I couldn't take it. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, like you know, you're not. We're we're hardly making ends. You know, you're not working. You're making me do all the you know parenting here. And you're telling me I'm going to be the bad parent. And you're going to go and just drink and smoke and do what you can. And sure enough, the doctor said, yep, this thing's not going to live through. So we're going to give you the pill, flush it out. I didn't drive her to that appointment. I was pretty disgusted with her at that point. Um, yet I still loved her for whatever reason. And I... But I decided, I was like, we need to move out. We need to move out. Like, we can't afford we can't afford to go into debt and these, you know. So I moved in with my stepdad, she moved in with her folks. And it was within a couple of weeks, you know, we we got into um a fight, you know, once again she called me, you know, she was calling me a loser with no prospects while I'm trying to go to school and this and that. And I just kind of had enough of it and just, you know, I kind of got upset because The two-year-old, she claims, was a rape baby. Uh, She claims that she was roofied. Her and 76 were on their way out. And apparently 76 had her roofied one night. Uh, One of his friends roofied her while she was um, out. And then when she got home, he had her his way with her. And so, you know... The, you know, little cannonball was like kind of like this rape baby. And I was like, you, you're you going to keep the rape. You kept the rape baby, but you don't want to keep like our what you call love baby. And it was sort of me. I know my words aren't the greatest and it's a pretty harsh thing to say. You know, the word rape baby doesn't come out so good. No, it doesn't look good on a T-shirt. No. <laughs> and um, so I I know that I, I I shot a pretty, pretty heavy bullet in her direction. Um, but you know, when you get pierced, I mean, you, sometimes you just fire back, you know, might not always be the best move, but sometimes when you get shot, you shoot back. And I did. And we went a weekend without communication and I went back to school and I was just sort of, you know, the next week and I was sort of like, Hey, what's going on? You know, and she gives me the whole, the fuck do you care? We're done. Uh, 10 days later. You know, like, look, look, man, is everything all right? Once again, yeah, everything's great. I've got a new boyfriend. He treats me so well. He's already bought me a MacBook and a PlayStation and, like, all this shit. I'm like, okay, so clearly it is, you know, it's fucking, I guess it is, uh, what, possessive material? Material girl, material world? And that, uh, you know, that just really, really fucking... F- fucked with me like within 10 days 10 days she's got a new sugar daddy taking her to concerts buying her macbooks buying her fucking playstations um that was a hard pill to swallow i ran into her twice after that um after i finished school it sort of seemed like we were going to have like a reconciliation and um You know, so I went down to where she was staying, got a hotel room for that night. She was bartending, and I didn't want to, you know, drink, drive. And she was like, yeah, stay here, you know, I'll give you a good tab and this and that. And the first night, you know, we're just talking, and we were staying in adjacent rooms because she was sort of, like, living out of it at the time or something. I, I don't remember. Because um, you never really know with her, you know? You never really know what the real story is. And so, you know, we spend, the, and then the next morning I wake up, She's checked out and gone to another hotel and then has me drinking at the bar and, you know, it seems like we're going to maybe reconcile. And I start talking with this dude who's a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, you know, me being a Capitals fan. We have banter, but I like the guy and we're, you know, we're good. And so I go to the bar, get a drink and I'm coming back and she's making out with him. This guy that I was just talking with, making out with him. So I'm just like, fuck you. I go to the, um, you know, back to the hotel. I'm like, I'm not, not driving home tonight. You know, I'm too fucked up. You know, in the morning, though, I'm just fucking, like, I'm done. You know, I'm, like, texting. Like, what the fuck was that? And she's like, that's my gay friend. He's gay. I'm like, yeah, he looked real fucking gay with his throat. T- you know what I mean? Like, he's probably in his late 20s, too. Like, he's, what, making out with you to just discover if he's gay or not? I'm pretty sure he's figured this out for at least the last decade or so. And uh, I don't know. I got pretty low. You know, you go through that shit where you're like, man, I'm just going to fucking end it. I'm going to do it, man. I'm just going to end it. And I remember hearing uh, <laughs> hearing this episode of South Park, and it was the episode where the Japanese guy and, and uh, the owner of uh, CityWalk are going at it, and they're talking about like their different cultures. And then the shitty walk guy starts making fun of the Japanese, and he's like, Oh, I'm a Japanese, I have a shitty day I guess I'll go kill myself And I hear that and I just started laughing And just started laughing and laughing I'm like, yeah, dude, fuck that Every day is a gift, man Every day is a fucking gift I don't know what's on, you know You don't know what's on the other side And so, you know I, I finished school And, um, you know, everyone in Minnesota is like Come on back, man, come on up You know, you've got friends up here And so
0: By now it's 2012
2: yeah, 2012, okay. and so, um, and then it took me a while to get back to Minnesota, so this is how I end up having you know, a repeat bump in with her and stuff is because I'm still stuck in Texas for about three more years because I'm all set to get out, and then I blow the engine on my car.
0: You were like, in Texas three years after you, after you guys broke that, up?
2: After that, because I was set to get out, and then I blew the engine on my car like the month before I was set to move out of Texas. And it just cleaned me out. I had to, you know do a total refurb. So I had to resave up all that money and stayed. And you know, in a way, it was sort of a blessing, a blessing. It was a blessing, because, you know, I mean, I got to you know meet some great friends in, in our first, in first fans mm-hmm. out there. So you know, not all bad from it. That's the story I learned from. But it, it you know, as far as her, um, I've been over her for a long time now. But when it comes like the POFs and stuff like that, I guess I just it's hard for me because it's it's like I said, I I made a point of sort of having the uh, the preface to that story with the middle school, because I think you can kind of see where, you know, it's taken me a little bit of time, just the kind of, you know, stuff, you know, it fucks with your head, man.
0: Let's so see. Broke up in 2012. You were there another three years. It's now 2017. Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, I've had I've had little rendezvous in between. Then I've had I've had meetings. Look,
0: we're not. <laughs> this isn't a. You're in a safe place. <laughs> we're not judging. <laughs> so, but we're encouraging you to share not only the growth of heading that direction, but the shedding of the. Clearly, there's, I mean, you yeah. may be over her, but there's still knives that are falling out as you're walking through your life here.
2: You're right, right. And, I mean, I got a text from her, like, back in March um, showing me this picture of a scooter, and it, there's this scooter that we always wanted to get. Uh, it's the genuine Stella. Actually, I'd always wanted to get it. And then she took that as her idea and ran with it. And clearly, I could tell it was in Phoenix, and I was, so I got back, I was just like, are you fucking in Phoenix? And she's like, yeah, we moved out here. Things got weird in Texas. And so I, I'm not going to tell this story because I don't know what's what. But long story short, now she's in Phoenix, which was sort of my safe. You know, I go there once a year with my dad. Yep. To spend time, go to an ASU game. I, uh, I go to, um, you know, I'll, I'll visit once a year now. Like My cousin's living out there. And I, I like to go see some friends that I still have out there. And uh, so, yeah, she's back out there. I, I hear she's engaged again, though. I hear she's been engaged twice now. Well, you're since me. So, so I guess whenever you make fun of me for being like the chronic engager, you know, the first one happened, okay, Mulligan. But with her, I think actually I just got sucked into a chronic engage, engagee, engager. I think I got sucked into her, her web because, yeah, I think since me she's been engaged twice now.
0: Well, she has her own fucking library of problems so you on the other hand are being encouraged by people i know people i don't know to knock this monkey off your back
2: oh i agree and you know when the because you've given it a lot of power
0: you've given this former relationship a lot of power in your present day life
2: see i don't know i'm yeah i agree i agree there's still some knives that are falling out but I think all the big ones are out. It's just a couple little ones that I'm still walking off.
0: It's <sighs> fucking doozies. But you got to see that when she has that, she's had kids with these people and she's that age and she's just now getting to a point where she's not, you know, running around the house with the baby on her and, you know, the kids are more independent and she's becoming more independent. It likely had absolutely nothing to do with you.
2: Yeah, no. And in hindsight, I can see that. And I mean, man, in hindsight, I, I dodged a very big bullet in a way, you know, Lord works in mysterious ways by not having a baby with her. I mean, imagine if we would have had that baby. Probably not. I don't know.
0: I don't you know, you know. I I don't know I, who could say, but I, yeah. I can tell you that when people are picking on you, whether they're girlfriends or family or friends or fucking strangers, typically the shit you're taking is their shit, not your shit. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have, you know, where you were working or what you were doing or, you know, all, all that's just cannon fodder, man. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah. You got to move. You got to, you got to, you got to, I don't know how to say it, but you just got to, you just got to go, dude. Yeah. Just back
2: on the horse, back on the horse. Um, so yeah, no, and I'm totally cool with that. And I'm getting to a point in my life where, you know, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that again. I just don't know if POF is my avenue for it. I think I just need to start going out more.
0: At our age, do you do that? I think is there there a place for, (laughs) is there a place you park cars like
2: us? (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, I thought that's why the sites were there.
2: No, I, I think there's gotta be because, you know, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to just. You know, make a personal connection. With
0: the I've person. said it before, and I'll say it again, man. Target at about 5 o'clock, you can make organic things happen there. Wall to wall cuties.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think you want to like roll into like a you know like a warehouse like a place like a like a Costco where you can buy things by the pallet.
0: No, no, no? but it just seems that you're able to pick out because they're you know do they have the basket or do they have the cart? If they have the cart, they probably have kids. Maybe they're married, but they have the basket. They're shopping in that first little ready made section by
2: yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Starbucks Craig's, soup for one.
0: Yeah, the little pre made sushi. You're like, that girl might want to go to dinner tonight. <laughs> but it's it's growing the courage to have the most awkward interaction ever. To be like, So, you've never met me, never seen me, I don't even know if I'm, you know, showing well at this time. How about dinner?
2: Yeah. That's what it is, I think. Too is just I don't think that I'm ever showing well. Every time I look at myself, I'm like, "God, you piece of shit, get it together!" (laughs) (laughs) You know, McFall. Damn it, McFall. Take a lap, McFalls. Take a lap. Get it the fuck together.
0: So are you telling us that you're gonna like? What are you gonna do? This this whole thing for POF was was about you.
2: You know what? I don't know. Let me figure that out. How, how's that sound? How's that sound, friend? Let me figure it out. All right. Well. I, you know, so, but in the meantime, um, I think we should leave him with some, uh, some words of wisdom from, so we came in on the show with Jonathan Richmond, and uh, I think we should bookend it with some, some words of wisdom from uh, Jonathan Richmond. Well, it was your show, man. Whatever so, you want. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me vent to you guys. I was Travis McFalls. I was James Hamilton. Thanks for listening.
0: Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks@gmail.com at gmail.com.
1: That summer feeling That summer feeling That summer feeling When there's things to do Not because you gotta When you run for love Not because you oughta When you trust your friends With no reason not a The joy I've named Shall not be tamed And that summer feeling Feeling is gonna haunt you one day in your life When the cool of the pond makes you drop down on it, when the smell of the lawn makes you flop down on it, when the teenage car gets the cup down on it. That time is here for one more year. And that summer feeling is gonna haunt you one day in your life. Summer feeling, summer feeling, summer feeling, If you've forgotten what I'm naming, you're gonna long To reclaim it one day Because that summer feeling Is gonna haunt you one day In your life And if you wait until you're older A sad resentment will smolder one day And then that summer feeling's gonna haunt you And that summer feeling's gonna taunt you And then that summer feeling is gonna hurt you One day in your life Summer feeling Summer feeling Summer feeling When even fourth grade starts looking good Which you hated And first grade's looking good too Overrated And you boys long for some little girl that you dated Do you long for her or for the way you were? That summer feeling is gonna haunt you one day Your summer feeling, summer feeling, summer feeling When the Oldsmobile has got the top down on it When the catamaran has got the drop down on it When the flat of the land has got the crop down on it Some things were good before and some things never were But that summer feeling is gonna haunt you one day in your life in town and they've got time for you. When you and them are hanging around and they don't ignore you. When you say what you will and they still adore you. Is that not appealing? It's that summer feeling. That summer feeling is going to haunt you one day. gonna want this feeling inside. One more time. It's gonna haunt you.
2: It's gonna
1: taunt you. You're gonna want this feeling inside. One more time. One more thing. You're hanging around the park with a water fountain And there's a the little girl with the dirty ankles Cause she's on the switch and all the dust is kicking up And you remember the ankle locking and the way she flirted with you For all this time, how come? Well, that summer feeling is gonna haunt you One more thing. <laughs> well, when the playground that just was all dirt comes haunting, and that little girl who called you a flirt, memory comes taunting. You pick these things apart; they're not that appealing. You put them together, and you'll get this certain feeling. That summer feeling is gonna haunt you one day in your summer life. Feeling, summer It's gonna haunt you feeling It's gonna taunt you feeling You're gonna want this feeling inside feeling One more time